please join in our entrance hymn number 234, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind. Of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A warm welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today is the eighth Sunday of Ordinary Time. As we begin our Mass, we invite the young children uh, to go to the hall in the house where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. As you probably know, this is the last Sunday before the Lenten season. Today in the readings of Mass we hear of wise words in order to guide our lives. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. you, we bless you, we adore you. 
Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule, and that your church may rejoice untroubled in our devotion. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus. In a shaken sieve, the rubbish is left behind. So too the defects of a man appear in his talk. The kiln tests the work of the potter. The test of a man is in his conversation. The orchard where the tree grows is judged on the quality of its fruit. Similarly, similarly, A man's words betray what he feels. Do not praise a man before he has spoken, since this is the test of men. The word of the Lord. It is good to sing for you, O Lord. It is good to sing for you, O Lord. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night. It is good to sing for you, O Lord. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like Lebanon cedar. It is good to sing for you, O Lord. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of your God. 
Still bearing fruit when they are old Still full of sap, still green To proclaim that the Lord is just In him my rock there is no It is good to sing for you, O Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When this perishable nature has put on imperishability, and when this mortal nature has put on immortality, then the words of Scripture will come true. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? Now the sting of death is sin, and sin gets its power from the law. So let us thank God for giving us the victory through Lord Jesus Christ. Never give in then, my dear brothers. Never admit defeat. Keep on working at the Lord's work always, knowing that in the Lord you cannot be laboring in vain. The Word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told a parable to his disciples. Can one blind man guide another? Surely both will fall in the pit. The disciple is not superior to his teacher. The fully trained disciple will always be like his teacher. Why do you observe the splinter in your brother's eye and never notice the plank in your own? And how can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the splinter that is in your eye when you cannot see the plank in your own? Hypocrite, take the plank out of your own eye first and you will see clearly enough to take out the splinter that is in your brother's eye. There's no sound tree that produces rotten fruit, nor again a rotten tree that produces sound fruit. For every tree can be told by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorns, nor gather grapes from brambles. A good man draws what is good from the store of goodness in his heart. A bad man draws what is bad from the store of badness. For a man's words flow out of what fills his heart. The Gospel of the Lord. 
Back in the day, parents used to say funny things to their children or young people. If they thought that you were spending too much money, they would often say, do you think that money grows on trees? If their child or young person was rushing uh, them to do something, they very often said, do you think I've got two pairs of hands? And if a child was listening to an adult's conversation, then they would turn to the other adult and in code say, walls of ears and pigs can speak. And that classic, of course, is, I have told you a million and one times to stop exaggerating. And your eyes will turn uh, into squares if you keep watching that television. And you can't pull the wool over my eyes. And if your friend jumps into the river, would you jump too? At your age, not your shoe size. There's no doubt, isn't there, that parents are inclined to say strange things to their children or young people. But locked into each of these things is a kind of nugget of wisdom, if you like, a pearl of good advice, hard fought and one experience, and something ultimately to be passed on to other people. Money, in fact, doesn't grow in trees. There are some things that can't be rushed. You should be careful at what your children are listening to in case they turn out to repeat those things. And you shouldn't follow what others do to your own harm. And people can be fooled and can be immature. In each of these things, then, there's a kind of wisdom, isn't there? A wisdom that is worth following and a wisdom that is worth listening to. And if you like, that seems to be exactly what the readings of today's Mass are saying. It's all about being wise and passing on that kind of wisdom to others yourself. The first reading of today's Mass seems to contain a kind of warning about how to be wise, especially with regards to words that we use. Words can show you up. Words can show the quality of your character. The words that you use can tell sometimes more about you than you might want to reveal. And in actual fact, the reading itself tells us to be careful then of the words that we use. And of course, that's good advice, isn't it? Words which uh, are angry words are sometimes hard to take back. Hasty words that pass judgment likewise are hard to take back as well and likewise as well with insensitive words. There's a kind of timely reminder to us all in what that passage itself says. Extreme words that we use very often, black and white words, be careful of all the words that you very often use. Words that come from your mouth very often are very difficult to take back. So the reading itself seems to say to us to train your tongue, not to run away with yourself. And maybe that's good advice to all of us for how many times we wish that we could unsay the things that we've said, how many times that we feel as if the words that we have said actually let us down. In the Gospel of today's Mass, Jesus also offers wise words to those that would listen. 
Can one blind man guide another? Surely both ultimately will fall into the pit. Why do you see the splinter in your neighbour's eye and not see the plank in your own? No sound tree produces uh, rotten fruit and no rotten tree produces sound fruit. And people don't pick figs from thorns or grapes from brambles. Jesus is doing exactly the same as every human being very often finds himself doing, offering wise advice. And he also, in this passage, is a kind of sage, if you like, a wise, a wise man that offers nuggets of wisdom to us. A word about not uh, following others blindly. A word about the dangers of judging. A word about where good things come from. A word about how to find good things in life. These are wise words to listen to. If you cast your mind back, if you're older, then very often you didn't listen to those uh, words of advice that your parents gave you. We kind of thought at the time that they never really knew very much. But it's strange, isn't it, how life goes on, that you remember those words that were spoken to you. And the strange thing is that you find yourself repeating them to others. The nuggets of wisdom that were given to you lodge in your mind and also in your heart. The Word of God very often does that as well. It turns out to be the same for all of us, a kind of wise word in order to uh, live our lives by. And sometimes we think that we're not listening. Sometimes we think that we've not taken it in. But sometimes and somehow it lodges in our hearts and minds. It's, It's... it becomes for us that wise word that very often we follow in our life. It becomes that nugget of wisdom that actually turns out to direct us in our life. Sometimes in the darkest of moments, we find it's the word that we turn to. It's a strange thing, but wisdom itself is a way of entering into our hearts. And God's wise words very often enter into our hearts as well in ways that we didn't think they had, in ways that we didn't think they could have had. One of the things that we know that the ancients themselves desired above all else was not riches or wealth or possessions, but very often this same thing, namely wisdom. In actual fact, it's no different for us today because we also want to be wise ourselves in our own life, even though we don't think it. Who wants to be foolish? Who wants to be reckless? Who wants to be thoughtless? Most of us want to understand things, to have perception, to have a clear mind, to be able to weigh up things and make the right decision in life. We want to know things, act properly, to do things right. These are all the actions of a wise person. In former times, in the times of the ancients, very often they had an eye out for that wise person and often an ear for good and wise advice. Maybe it's the same for ourselves too. We should also search out 
wise people in our own life, people that we can listen to, people that give us advice, people that are the right people to follow. Wisdom itself, in the end of the day, is the thing that we all want. We want the good advice, the direction, and the light that it offers us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For as men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin. And the life of the world to come. Amen. God gives us a mind that we or ourselves can become wise. We pray for the gift of wisdom once again in our lives. That we may follow wise words and wise people in our life, knowing that they are on the right path and they will lead us to do what is right. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. That as Lent approaches, we may take actions in our life which return us to wise ways and right paths. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the success of the SCIAF campaign in Lent, and for those in developing countries, that they seek to be partners to those they wish to assist to a better life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the children in the parish who are preparing to receive the sacraments, that those around them may support them with their prayers and the good example of their lives. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious For those trapped in unrewarding work and in jobs that give no satisfaction, that where possible, they may find work that brings them fulfillment. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For all who are sick at home or in hospital, that by God's grace and the work of doctors and nurses, that they may be well again. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For all who have died, especially Jim Monaghan 
and Mary Callaghan, and all that we are asked to remember in prayer. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, as Lent approaches, fill our minds with good intentions and give us the strength to fulfill the changes in life that we desire to make. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Join in hymn number 638, Take Me Lord.
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who provide gifts to be offered to your name and count our offerings as signs of our desire to serve you with devotion, we ask of your mercy that what you grant as a source of merit may also help us to attain our reward. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father of mercies and faithful God. For you have given us Jesus Christ, your Son, as our Lord and Redeemer. He always showed compassion for children and for the poor, for the sick and for sinners, and he became a neighbour for the oppressed and the afflicted. By word and deed he announced to the world that you are our Father and that you care for all your sons and daughters. And so with the angels and saints we exalt and bless your name and sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. you are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us in the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son, present in our midst, when we are gathered by his love, and when, as once for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father, most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim. 
Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Saviour, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you this bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favour on this offering of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. Bring your church, O Lord, to perfect faith and charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, bishops, priests and deacons, and the entire people you have made your own. Open our eyes to the needs of our brothers and sisters, inspire in us words and actions to comfort those who labour and are burdened. Make us serve them truly after the example of Christ and at his command. And may your church stand as a living witness to truth, freedom, peace and justice, that all people may be raised up to a new hope. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection give them fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There, in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the apostles and martyrs, Bride, Ninian and Columba, and all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God, our Father, in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and saved from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
Jesus is the Son of the Father, and the wisdom come down from on high. Happy are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy that you should Charity, mine outward first joy. 
Please join in hymn number 378, I Watch the Sunrise.
Let us pray. Nourished by your saving gifts, we beseech your mercy, Lord, that by the same sacrament with which you feed us in this present age, you may make us sharers in a life eternal. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please be seated for a moment. Just before you leave and just before the final blessing, uh, uh, delighted to have the Sisters of St. Elizabeth Convent with us uh, this weekend. Uh, you might remember they, they visit us quite regularly. Uh, they're Orthodox Sisters from Belarus, uh, from Minsk in Belarus. Uh, and uh, the work that they do in the, the convent uh, for different people, they, in order to support them, they come around the parishes uh, to sell the wee religious objects. So at the end of Mass, I encourage you just, if you can, just to go through the, the entrance there and, and to support the sisters. But sister wants to say a few words just at the end of Mass. Good morning, dear brothers and sisters. Uh, I'm very grateful to Father Paul and to all of you for the opportunity to be here today in this wonderful church and pray with you together. My name is Sister Fortina and I came from Belarus, from St. Elizabeth Convent. Um, mission of our convent is to provide uh, social and spiritual help to the, to the sick and suffering. Also, uh, our convent only 20 years old. Uh, there are over 120 prophets, nuns, and about 400 lay sisters like me. Um, the reason why we come here every year to Scotland is to help um, children with special needs who are orphans and live uh, next to our convent, and also to help uh, people um, who have alcohol and drug addiction, who are homeless and ex-prisoners, they live in our shelter and we provide them food, work, and roof. So all they need just to come back to the normal life. And in order to help all those people, we built over 20 workshops, such as an icon painting workshop, a candle workshop, uh, wood carving, blacksmith, and many, many more. So uh, today I brought with me some handcrafts made in all of those workshops, and you are very welcome to visit it. And all money from the sale will go to our social projects. Uh, thank you very much for your attention, for your support, and may God bless you and your loved ones. Uh, at the end of my speech, I would love to pray for all of you. Um, to Our Lady in my language. Достойно есть якобы истину, блажить тебя Богородицу, присно блаженную и пренепорочную и матери Бога на Честнейшую херувим и славнейшую без сравнения серафим, 
Без истления Бога слово рошую, сущую Богу родицу, тя величаем. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thanks uh, to Sister for being here with us and uh, uh, thanks for all the work that they do in Minsk and Belarus as well. Uh, I don't know if you heard our uh, saying that, but there are 120 uh, uh, professed religious sisters and over 400 uh, lay sisters, which is quite astonishing over a 20-year period. So uh, we ask uh, God's blessing on their work and uh, thank the sisters for being here with us as well. Please stand. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 240, Do Not Be Afraid. Soon.